Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the water crisis in the South. A dire emergency unfolding with a fifth night of freezing temperatures ahead. Long lines at water distribution centers as half of Texas is without clean running water. Frozen hydrants stop firefighters from saving this apartment complex in San Antonio. Thousands still without power as federal officials scramble to deliver generators and blankets. Winter weather delays 6 million doses of the coronavirus vaccine. But as President Biden visits a vaccine plant in Michigan, Pfizer says its shot can be stored in a normal freezer. Plus, two women caught dressed up as grannies. You've stolen a vaccine. Back on the world stage, the president declares America is back. And we are not looking backward. We are looking forward together. Sexual assault in the military. The nation's new defense secretary, Lloyd Austin, addresses growing concerns after a Marine's emotional TikTok goes viral. That I've dedicated my life to the the military. 35 Capitol Police officers under investigation. The new details tonight about their alleged actions in the assault. Deadly police encounter. New video shows police shoot and kill a man they say was jaywalking. The royal split and the announcement tonight from Buckingham Palace about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. And Steve Hartman's on the road with one man's frozen field of dreams. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell. Reporting from the nation's capital. 
Good evening and thank you for joining us. We're going to begin tonight with breaking news. Millions of Americans in the South are heading into another night of freezing temperatures without clean water or enough to eat. At food banks and water distribution sites, lines now stretch as long as a mile. Tonight, President Biden says he'll sign a new emergency declaration for the state of Texas, where half of the state is still under a boil water notice. Millions more in Louisiana and Mississippi are facing the same crisis tonight. And things are so bad in San Antonio, Texas, firefighters there struggled to get water from the hydrants to fight off an enormous blaze. Thousands of homes have been destroyed by pipes, which have burst, and families are now worried how they're going to pay for the big cleanup. The economic toll from the storms could reach as high as $50 billion. The human toll, well, it's already being felt. At least 44 people have been killed by this week's winter storms. Some of those people froze to death in their own homes when the power went out. And tonight, all that wicked weather has also delayed the shipment of 6 million doses of coronavirus vaccines, forcing appointments to be canceled at thousands of vaccination sites across the country. We've got a lot of new reporting for you on a very busy Friday night. Our team of correspondents is standing by. CBS's Janet Shamlian is going to lead off our coverage from Houston, where temperatures are expected to plummet again tonight. Good evening, Janet. Nora, there's a critical search across Texas for water tonight. Community groups are collecting it. They're bringing it to centers like this, and then they are shuttling it out to people who need it. How dire is it? Well, the county judge called it a man-made disaster that has cut lives short. Andrew Rudnick has called at least 100 plumbers to repair his burst pipes. He always hears the same thing. Six weeks. The Houston dad and his wife, Megan, have a six-month-old daughter, Reese. And they're desperate for help. What's it like having a six-month-old and no water in your house for days on end? It's scary to have to ask a neighbor to use their outdoor hose to fill a pot so that you can boil water for your baby's bottles. They're also worried about mold growing and may have to tear down the walls themselves. It's definitely overwhelming. Uh, We're just talking about where we're going to stay tonight. The power is back, but half the state's population, more than 14 million, still don't have drinkable water. This is a drive through site in Houston for people who don't have water. There are hundreds of cars in line here right now. By the end of the day, they will have given out thousands of cases of water. Water shortages impacting first responders, too. Firefighters in San Antonio battling low pressure and frozen hydrants. It's just these hydrants were, were frozen and there's no, we couldn't get water. We have to go quite a distance to get water. With many grocery shelves bare, food banks are seeing a spike in demand. In the Dallas area this weekend, they're preparing to give out 25,000 meal kits. We definitely anticipate there's going to be a surge uh, in the need for emergency food. Beyond Texas, taps are dry in parts of Louisiana and Mississippi as crews race to thaw frozen water mains. The storm stopped millions in their tracks. Oh, my God. Good. But not Jenny Passman's baby. She had to give birth in her living room. No power or running water, but a new baby boy. Six on the dot. Clyde Passman. You did it. The best kind of delivery. Here in Houston, as volunteers are working around the clock, officials are saying it could be next week before that boil water order is lifted. Nora, that is a long time to wait. A long time. Can't imagine delivering a baby in the living room. Janet Chamlian, thank you. 
And now to the COVID pandemic. This week's cross-country storms delayed the delivery of millions of vaccine doses. But it comes with promising news about Pfizer's shot. The company says it will expand production and possibly distribution. Here's CBS's Adriana Diaz. Tonight, it's a game of catch-up. Delivery trucks are trying to weather this winter, but vaccine delays are widespread. We have a backlog of about 6 million doses due to the weather. All 50 states have been impacted. That represents three days of delayed shipping due to delivery workers snowed in at home, road closures, and more than 2,000 vaccine sites without power. The result? Nearly all of this week's shipments to New York State are delayed. In Boston, dentist Cara Gresham's second dose appointment today was canceled despite her high-risk work. Good morning. Everything's up in the air. How do you feel? Um, a little bit frustrated, a little bit um, annoyed is probably a good word. Um, confused as to kind of what next steps to take. In Los Angeles, more than 12,000 appointments today also canceled. Today, President Biden toured the Western Michigan Pfizer plant, shipping vaccines across the country. I believe we'll be approaching normalcy by the end of this year. Pfizer submitted new data to the FDA, showing its vaccines can be stored in standard pharmacy freezers instead of ultra-cold specialty freezers. That could expand distribution to more vaccine sites. In addition, an Israeli study finds that a single Pfizer vaccine dose is 85% effective, but the White House still strongly recommends two doses. We're not going to be persuaded by one study that happens to grab headlines. You know what you have done? Meanwhile, people are going to great lengths to cut in line. In Florida, these women were given warnings this week after dressing up in bonnets and gloves, pretending to be senior citizens to get the vaccine. You come back, anytime you're going to be arrested. Any questions about that? Here in Chicago, the city's health commissioner says they hope to get the last of the delayed vaccines for Chicago by the end of the day, which is good news for vaccine sites like this one. And to ramp up supply, Pfizer announced late today that they plan to expand production capabilities at facilities in Kansas and Connecticut. Nora. That is some good news. Adriana Diaz, thank you. And back here in Washington, prosecutors tonight have indicted nine members of the far-right Oath Keepers militia for their involvement in the deadly assault on the U.S. Capitol. And we're also learning that dozens of Capitol Police officers are under investigation, including six who have been suspended. Here's CBS's Jeff Pegues. Six weeks after the insurrection, the divide between Capitol Police and their commanders is growing. Now, 35 police officers on duty that day are under investigation for their actions. Six of those officers have been suspended with pay. Actions under scrutiny. An officer taking a selfie as the mob breached Capitol doors. Another officer wearing a red MAGA hat. Some of the officers say that they were trying to de-escalate the situation. The officers' union fired back at commanders, accusing them of engaging in a witch hunt by trying to point the fingers at officers who were fighting for their lives. Today, six more members of the anti-government group, the Oath Keepers, were charged. Ranging in age from 52 to 70 years old, five of them were in the so-called stack, marching up the east steps of the Capitol, dressed in military fatigues, hands on shoulders, using communications apps. You are executing citizens' arrests, an unidentified member said. We have probable cause for acts of treason. 
In total, nine alleged members of the Oath Keepers have now been charged together with conspiracy. In there is a traitor. Every single one. Including Thomas Caldwell. This was a real military-style operation that was several months in the planning. Prosecutors will try to prove conspiracy charges. Members of Congress, they have their own marching orders. And sources tell CBS News that documents from federal law enforcement are now in the hands of congressional committees looking into the attack on January 6th. Nora. Sounds like we're going to learn more. Jeff Pegues, thank you. President Biden delivered a strong message to world leaders today, declaring that America's transatlantic alliance is back in business. He appeared by video link, delivering his first major international address since taking office. Here's CBS's Nancy Cordes. America is back. In his first virtual foreign address, President Biden made this vow to European partners. An attack on one is an attack on all. He said the Trump era had strained the transatlantic alliance. Many countries uh, owe us a tremendous amount of money. And he promised to begin mending fences. The United States is determined to earn back our position of trusted leadership. As proof, he pledged $4 billion to COVAX, the global vaccine initiative. And the U.S. officially rejoined the Paris Climate Agreement today, a move hailed by U.S. allies. And it's great, by the way, that uh, Joe has brought uh, the United States back into the Paris Climate Change Accords. Mr. Biden took a tough stance on Russia today, accusing it of undermining democracy itself. That's why addressing recklessness, Russian recklessness, and hacking into computer networks in the United States and across Europe and the world has become critical to protecting our collective security. Tonight, President Biden is standing by his embattled pick for White House budget director Neera Tanden after a Democrat, Joe Manchin, announced he would vote against her because some of her past partisan tweets he thought would be toxic. Mr. Biden says they'll find the votes, but in a 50-50 Senate, Nora, that won't be easy. All right, Nancy Gordas at the White House, thank you. And tonight, the topic of sexual harassment in the military is front and center again after a video on social media went viral of a woman alleging her harasser will be able to stay in the Marines. Now, the corset says tonight that that Marine in distress is safe, and the newly installed Secretary of Defense was asked about it in his first press conference as Pentagon chief. Here's CBS's David Martin. For the first time in more than eight months, a Secretary of Defense stood in the Pentagon briefing room taking questions from reporters. Good afternoon, everyone. After Lloyd Austin declared in a memo, we must do more to combat sexual assault and harassment. This is exactly why females in the military kill themselves. Which surfaced again today in this video of a distraught Marine. This is exactly why nobody takes this seriously. The case apparently involves embarrassing pictures, but she spoke for many victims. Secretary Austin watched the video before addressing reporters. I found the video deeply disturbing. Austin's day one message to the troops had vowed to do everything we can to vaccinate our workforce. With this Pfizer vaccination, it is completely voluntary. Now he is dealing with what one official called a surprisingly low vaccine acceptance rate. Two-thirds overall and less than half in the elite 82nd Airborne Division. Austin has also vowed to combat extremism in the ranks 
and warned it's probably worse than he thought. I expect for the numbers to be small. But quite frankly, they'll probably be a little bit larger than most of us uh, would guess. So far, at least 24 current or former members of the military have been charged with crimes committed when they stormed the Capitol. David Martin, CBS News, the Pentagon. And tonight, newly released video shows the deadly confrontation between sheriff's deputies and a man crossing the street in San Clemente, California. We want to warn you that the footage from the incident is hard to watch. Here's CBS's Carter Evans. Two Orange County sheriff's deputies are heard casually deciding whether to confront 42-year-old Kurt Reinhold. The deputies were on patrol assigned to the homeless outreach team. Are you going to stop or are you going to make you stop? Witness cell phone video shows the confrontation quickly escalating. Minutes later, both deputies tackle Reinhold. Surveillance video appears to show Reinhold's hand near one of their holsters, and then a deputy fires two shots. The only official comment, this recorded video. We withhold judgment until all facts are known and the investigations are complete. This is a a blatant, racially motivated stop. Attorney John Taylor represents Reinhold's family. They create the confrontation. They escalate the confrontation. They're the first person to put their hands on him, and they end up, you know, taking his life, shooting him to death. Carter Evans, CBS News, Los Angeles. Now, a CBS News exclusive, a federal judge whose son was killed by a gunman last year, tells us that Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor was also targeted by the attacker. In an interview airing Sunday on 60 Minutes, District Court Judge Esther Salas says the FBI searched the suspect's locker and found a gun, ammunition, and a folder of information suggesting that he had Justice Sotomayor in his sights. The gunman ended up taking his own life. Now to this story overseas, the split between Britain's royal family Family and Prince Harry became official today. In a conversation with the Queen, Harry said that he and Meghan Markle will not be returning as working members of the royal family. This week, the couple revealed they're expecting their second child. And they're sitting down with Oprah Winfrey for a primetime interview that airs March 7th right here on CBS. In Manton, Michigan this weekend, there's a 50% chance of snow and a 100% chance of frozen fun. Here's CBS's Steve Hartman on the road. When an inner voice spoke to Scott Chittle of Manton, Michigan and told him to build it, he felt compelled to listen. Had to be done. It reminds me a little bit of Field of Dreams. Yeah, me too. With everything yep. shut down, Scott decided what Manton could use more than anything was an outdoor ice rink. Never mind his own kids didn't even skate. Never mind hardly any kids in Manton skated. He just felt the community needed someplace safe to gather, whether they realized it or not. Which they didn't. And when folks failed to flock to his house, Scott actually went door to door to coerce them. I was upset. I was like, are you kidding me? Tell your kid to come outside and go ice skating, you know? So it's, it's not really if you build it, they will come. If you build it and go harass some families, they'll come. <laughs> that's true as well, because they're coming. That's for certain. In droves. Today, Scott Chittle's side yard is the place to be in Manton, Michigan. The dark winter that was now springing with joy. 
for children and parents alike. None of these kids have electronics in their hands. It's amazing. It is amazing. The parents are now all in. They helped Scott buy enough secondhand skates for everyone and snapped up every hockey stick they could find. There's a hot fire, hot chocolate, hot dogs. You know, when Scott's inner voice told him to build that rink, he had no idea what he was really creating. But now it's clear. For those who come, the sounds and smells and smiles of this winter will be forever lasting. An iconic memory, the kind children need to cherish their childhoods. We all know that you got to provide for your kids, but somehow you got to give them some magic every now and again. Just give a kid some magic. Doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> for child and parent. Steve Hartman, CBS News, on the road. We all need some magic after this past year. And Sunday on Face the Nation, Margaret Brennan's guests will include White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan and the mayors of Houston and Fort Worth, two cities hard hit by this week's historic storms. And if you can't watch us live, don't forget to set your DVR so that you can watch us later. That is tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in the nation's capital. I hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you right back here on Monday. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Some puzzles are hard to solve. Others are hard to prove. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts.